0: It's the Dork Podcast. Pleasant. It's the Dork Podcast. It's Rich It's the Dork dort, Podcast. Hashtag, it's the Hashtag estás. Dork
1: Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of hashtag dork. My name is Rich Keefe, and joined not this time by Ryan Davey, but instead by a couple of beer experts, Will Woodward and Josh Deering. First off, Woody, how are you?
0: Doing great. We're not the beer geeks, we're the beer dorks.
1: Beer dorks. Josh Deering, how are you? I'm just happy to be back here. It's been a while Rich. It's a long time, and I'll be. The longtime dork fans will know who you guys are. The recent dork fans will have literally no idea. That's just the nature of the business. We've been doing. Dork, there's we're like 155, 56 episodes total. Six, this is uh, episode 66 at Eei. Woody, you were probably on five or six episodes. We did some TV ones. That sounds about right. Yeah. We did, we did the baseball. Oh no, the football draft. We did the football player draft. A Classic. And then JD, we did about 20 TV episodes. We did a lot like. of TV episodes. None for the last ship though, which I'm very. Disappointed I know you're, you're really pushing the last ship. Is that show still on? There's one more season. Okay. That did not get the axe like a lot of other shows? They filmed two seasons at a time. What? So, so it's in <laughs> it, the can, it, so a, they have to do it.
0: They're they're like it's going to be done after this year. They're like
1: yeah. All right, so last <laughs> ship. That's good. But we used to talk about <laughs> Gotham. We used to talk about Walking Dead. It was a lot of bad TV is what the Josh The Flash. I, the Flash. Arrow. I've bailed on, I think, all those shows except for The Walking Dead, which is... Which, which I, is I bailed dark. on. Which you Did you? Yep. I don't blame you.
0: So, I think so, we did Gotham season one. I think I was on yes, that. And did. I suffered through it. And then I think and I was like, was oh, this is
1: how- oh, we also did, what was that God, Wayward Pines episode. That's a blast from the past. Speaking of bad that shows. Show that show
0: was like one episode seemed intriguing. And then you're like, oh, this is What's not the- going to be good. Because you
1: guys are also, not only beer guys, but I would say you are, are more TV guys too. What's the best TV show on right now? Brockmire. Oh, the, oh, maybe it is Brockmire. That's Mayer. the best comedy on. Brockmire be is the best show. I'm yeah. trying to think what else I'm even watching. I mean, Netflix shows, there're no real season for them, so they kind of come and go and you can grab on, grab a hold, but I like Billions, I like Westworld. Westworld. Um, yeah, kind of a slog at times. It is. It's a little, a little bit more
0: bit with those shows that you can kind of like try to predict what's going to happen next yeah, game of Thrones style. That's true. But uh, you know, there's nothing that Aside from some, a couple nah, comedies it's, it's that really grabs rough. me right now.
1: All right, so for this episode, we're not going to do the standard This Week in Dork. We already did that in the earlier episode. You can check out R-rated comic book movies uh, with Ryan Davies. So that's where you got Video Game minutes. That's where you got Pick of the Podcast, all that. This is sort of a little detour from normal hashtag dork episodes. This is going to be the best New England beers. And I, I'm not even joking when I say these two guys are beer experts. Woody knows everything about beer in New England and maybe beer in the world, Woody. I, I feel pretty confident in saying that. Through trial and error, you yes. just, that's how you find Everything. out about beer. You just and drink a lot. Full disclosure: Josh Deering works currently at Idle Hands Brewery, which we will mention several times in the podcast. But I hosted
2: podcasts from there before too.
1: We had a live show at Idle Hands, so many of you listening were there, and we thank you for going to that. That was a, a ton of fun. Hopefully, we will do that again. Um, and I'll be on right, right now. If, so if Josh says something good about Idle Hands. It's not because he works there; it's because it's great. Woody and I can even speak four idle hands if you want. If that makes it even more or less or easier for you, yeah. we can do it that way. So there's a lot of different ways we can do this. A lot of different ways to break it up. We're just stealing an idea from Boston.com. They did their top ten Massachusetts breweries, and they had their own system for it. I think they looked at like Beer Advocate. It was mostly
2: through Beer Advocate rankings that they used.
1: Yeah, so they came up with their top ten, all just in Massachusetts. We all put our heads together. We all ranked them in a, in a top ten, and then based on where we ranked them, like if it was a first-place finish, it got ten points all the way down to one. So we have our top ten as voted on by Hashtag Door. But before we do that, some of the honorable mentions. Uh, here were some that, that did pretty well and that just missed out. And one that I know, J.D., you like a lot is Jack's Abbey. I love
2: Jack's Abbey. I think they're, you know, when Massachusetts goes, they make the defining hoppy lager around And since they branched off and added Springdale, which I'm including part of Jack's Abbey Springdale, they've added on some great IPAs and sours and different things that Jack's Abbey, a lager brand, wasn't doing before. So I think they deserve... Definitely acknowledgement in this list. And a
1: decent tap room too, in in Framingham. I've been to that one. I I enjoyed Jack's Abbey. And that's one that's pretty uh, readily available, too. Yeah, and I think they got hurt a little bit because some of us voted for Jack's Abbey.
0: Some of us voted for just Springdale. So those two things combined probably hurt them a little bit. But, yeah, delicious.
1: That's a good one. Castle Island just missed the top ten. I'm a huge Castle Island fan. Their double IPA, the high def, I like a lot. That's also not super-duper hard to find. They have a variety. They have a few different IPAs, plus other stuff. Uh, that's pretty good, but I I enjoy the Castle Island stuff. Uh, Medusa was that one of yours, Woody? Or that's one that, of mine. That was one of yours. Uh, yeah, what, what, I don't even know Medusa. I don't think
2: they're. Uh, I believe in Hudson, Mass. Uh, okay. Great tap room and a great beer list. There they don't make a beer that they miss on so far, mm. and they got a really excellent brown ale and pilsner. So I'm into those styles. I like the lesser styles, especially pilsners, lagers. So. Give yeah. them a lot
0: of credit. I've been there a couple times, too. Their tap room's nice. Uh, Hudson actually has a bunch of really good like beer bars and stuff like that in right downtown Hudson. Um, so it's a good place to check out, definitely.
1: Another good brewery is Backlash, who they, to me, have one of the best logos, one of the best symbols. They have the brass knuckle. And, like, so... Can I
2: Just to jump in here, yes. you do know that they've changed their logos when they're about to open a brewery in Roxbury, and they have gone ahead and changed their iconic <sighs> Brass Knuckles logo. I'm
1: crossing them off the list. I'm taking them <laughs> right off the list now. I like that because that's what... Drew me in. Now, when I went to – I've been to a bunch of beer fests and so have you guys, but there was one years and years ago. It was just a New England beer fest that I went to. And, you, I mean, you ideally want to try something from everybody. But when they had their huge logo, I was like, oh, i got to see what these guys are up to. And I don't know if they were making ricochet then or not or they had something then. But it was, it was good. So what the hell is their logo now? So it's, it's a B and it has two – Arrows going forward, one arrow going back. We'll have
2: to pull it up here. For oh,
1: you. you know what? I actually, so they had some at the store, and I was yeah. wondering, I'm like, well, maybe that's just for that can?
2: No. No, they rebranded as they get closer to opening their new tap room, which is going to be. So you, you guys know,
1: are down on them.
0: They should have done some market research with us about the logo. They've...
2: <laughs> they were killing it with that logo. I, I, I like back, back, Backlash. Yeah. I think is an awesome guy. They make some great beer, but until they establish themselves in a the tap room, you know, that's yeah. definitely going to help them. That's going to shoot them up the rankings.
1: Our last honorable mention was Honest Weight. Is that one of yours too, JD? Absolutely. Where Where are these guys? These guys are in Orange Mass,
2: which is you know out towards the western end of the state. And another brewery who does a lot of things really well. And they do it in a small space, a little bit hard to get to. But once you're there, it's a great tap room, and their beers are excellent. And they're popping up in the Boston area right now.
1: All right, there you go. So there's about five honorable mentions there. So now let's get into the top ten. Coming in at number ten is Aeronaut. Aeronaut. Aeronaut
0: really, like you were talking about, going to... a a kind of a beer festival and stumbling upon something. Mm -hmm. They had their two-year anniversary at a beer festival in Boston, I guess it was two years ago, and that one I tried, and I remember being blown away by it. And they've really started to just come up with more IPAs, more sessions, some really interesting other stuff too. That now a lot of what they put out before I wasn't interested, and in, they had a smaller lineup. And now they've really started to find, they find their zone
1: there. The uh, the hop hopping away, which is a good for like the lower alcohol content. And then is it was it Doctor Nando or the, the year, year, whatever Doctor the year Doctor Nando is really good. And they got cool looking cans like not that. That really yeah, matters, but, but like the, I, I it's, it's it's good on the eye. Their artwork's crazy, their yeah. tap room's
0: huge, and their anniversary beers, which is year with Dr. Nandu, which is kind of their flagship beer, and then they have second year, third year, and now fourth year, and who knows what they're gonna do with year five, but they're all very different, all showcase some different hops. It's it's fantastic.
1: Stuff. So that's a good one. Number nine, now this one I had not heard of, and
0: it was it was ranked very highly on your list, Woody.
1: That would be brick and feather.
0: Yeah, I think I'm probably the only one who had this on their list. Yes. Um, it's from Can't confirm. Northern Mass by the Vermont border. Yeah. I've only had it at one place. It's We'll talk about this place a little bit later. It's called Armsby Abbey in Worcester. They oh, have... Wow a lineup that always includes Trillium and Hill Farmstead and some really big hitters. And I remember trying these guys alongside some of those other bigger-named breweries, and they lived up, if not exceeded, some of those beers. You can only get it at a couple bars right around Mm. their brewery and at their brewery. They don't can anything yet, but the stuff they're putting out is...
1: Unbelievable. What did you have from them? IPA, I assume?
0: Yeah, yeah. all IPAs, uh, really eclectic names. Um, and like I said, you can go in there and you can get Growlers to go as okay. long as they're branded with the brewery because it's Massachusetts and we're weird with beer yes. laws. Um, <laughs> but it's worth making the trip out there, especially if you're going up into Vermont.
1: That sounds pretty good. So that's coming in at number nine. Number eight, uh, both of you guys had this a lot higher on your list. I'm not opposed to them. I just happen to have ten higher than me. But number eight is Mystic. Mystic, they've been around for
2: a while in the Boston Beer scene. I think it's been about seven years. And they started off as a brewery that did, like, Saison's, Farmhouse Ales, and they did them excellently. And in the past two or three years, they've started branching out into the IPAs. And they're making some really excellent IPAs. And they're going big after the milkshake IPA thing right now. Oh, wow. Which, not necessarily my favorite, but the beers they're making are very good. Is this the
1: Voltage? Is this what they do? Is that Mystic? Is that a Mystic one? Yeah, that's their big,
0: more readily available one. And... uh, Tired hands down in uh, outside Philly has really started the milkshake IPA thing and yeah. uh, it's if if you don't love IPAs and like something really fruit forward and hazy, uh, the stuff they're doing will will make you happy.
1: Now was Mystic when Night Shift first started, was that the one did they share a place? No, that was that was Idle Hands. That was you guys? We we shared a wall. Mystic
2: start has always been in Chelsea. Oh that's right. Mystic's and Chelsea. All right, yes. my bad. So
1: yeah, because when the old place, the old night shift in Idle Hands were just side by side, right?
2: And, and I will and say they this both while-
1: moved on to bigger and better places. Yeah, yeah. 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 I will
2: say this about Mystic, they're table beer. If you're looking for like a nice, okay. easy drinking beer, like four point three percent, they do one of the best table beers around, period. All and right. you can go get that by the leader at that brewery.
1: I so. do feel like and, – and they're one that definitely – like their stock now compared to what it was even a couple years ago I feel like is much higher. Like it's it's more pe- – more people are talking about Mystic now than before.
0: I feel like most of these beers on our top ten or most of these breweries, their stock's just going up and up that – You know, a bunch of these jumped up out of nowhere, and even the ones that are at the top have risen to the cream of the crop here, As they, especially as a lot of them expand production.
1: Number seven is out of Salem. It's Notch, which has a great tap room, and JD, I know you're very high on them. Notch is my favorite
2: tap room in Massachusetts, and they make some of my favorite beer around. They do all sessionable beers, so under 5%. They really focus on Pilsner's Lagers, and they do it really traditional style. They got a crazy brew system that not a lot of people have. And it allows them to do some really, really fun things and make beers that nobody else can touch.
1: Good sours too. I mean if you like sours, right? Yeah. And yeah. they
2: make really hoppy sessionable beers too. And you know, they're easily found in stores. They're found in yeah. a lot of dra- sure. you know, a lot of bars because of the Pilsners everywhere. Left of the dial, the session IPA's everywhere. In the summertime, infinite jest you can find. And right mm. now they got the Zwickel beer in, in cans,
0: Ooh. which is swickle beer they do a lot of events too and will be like the beer host for a bunch of events like if you're up in northeastern massachusetts they do things at all sorts of uh because sessionable beers are so good at kind of outdoor events and it Probably if you're having an event, you're much happy having beers that are 4.3% than true. if they're 8 or 9%. No, it's so.
1: definitely true. And if you're going up there, like say you're going in October and you go up to Salem to go check out all the weirdos and all the, the, the haunted houses and everything, go to Notch. It, like JD said, it's awesome. Like You walk in there, it's huge. You go up there, they always have a bunch of different things on tap and. You can have a few, and honestly, you can still drive home because it's like four point two percent or whatever it is. So you can feel better about doing that than going to some of these other breweries and getting, you know, two double IPAs, and you're like, oh Jesus, like maybe, yeah. maybe I shouldn't drive.
0: Yeah. Sean Hill from Hill Farmstead said, "You want to make." beers for the people that are drinking them, and he's like, I'm in Vermont, people are going to have to drive everywhere around here, and I'd rather have yeah, people smart. have a couple. It's not just kind of like that. If you want to go someplace and not just have one beer and have a couple, yeah. you can do that with Notch beers all day. So
1: that's a good one coming in at number seven. Uh, number six, Lamplighter, which they have a couple of my favorite beers right now. I think Rabbit Rabbit, and I'll get into that even later on, they're double IPA is as good as I think that there is in the game right now. They also have Birds of a Feather, which is like their standard IPA. But they have a a number of other beers as well. I mean, again, I sort of focus on that. I know do you do as well. But they they have a lot of good stuff. And Lamplighter is, is definitely one of my favorites. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And speaking of beers that are readily available, if you live around Massachusetts, it's super readily available at your local craft beer store. You can get all that kind of stuff. And again, uh, uh, they have a variety. A lot of their more popular beers now go into the hazy New England IPA mm. style. But, uh, you know, th- they've really come a long way just in a short period of time here.
1: JD, you like Lambledder? I do Lampletter. like Lambledder. Yeah. They got a yeah wide range of beers that they yeah. do really well. All right, number five. So now we're getting to our top five. First, let's uh, recap the top uh, the ten through six. Aeronaut, Brick and Feather, Mystic, Notch, and Lamplighter. Number five, Night Shift. Night Shift from Everett comes in at number five. And these were one of the guys, again, going back to my first experience at a New England uh, beer fest. They had some pretty crazy beers that jumped out to me, and again, I also like the logo maybe maybe I'm more focused on the logo than I should be, but their owl logo is badass like if if the If the old backlash logo is the best one was the best one, you can retire it. The owl is pretty badass from night shift, but they have all kinds of different stuff like i don't even know necessarily what their specialty would be maybe it's their line of sours but they they have all kinds of other stuff they have single ipas double ipas they have uh different like weird beers as well that they used to kind of experiment with uh really good tap room as well like a really enjoyable tap room and their beer is now easier and easier to get than ever before
0: yeah w- uh you know like good podcasters we Decided to do Top 10 Massachusetts Breweries. We didn't discuss exactly what we meant by that. So, Keith's factoring in logos heavily, apparently. Mm, yes, yeah, so I'm big on I logos. Did, yeah. I did Tap Room a little bit. Their Tap Room is fantastic. It just expanded, so it's even bigger now. And That's a good
1: point, Woody. We should start the podcast over. What do we mean by Top 10 Breweries? Uh, let's redo it. Uh, let's, yeah. do, let's start it over right now. I would say, you're right, Tap Room should be included. Just the number of good beers, like the highest quality of the best beer, uh I tried to logo, factor in variety
0: obviously. a little variety bit even important. though I'm yeah. not really one to branch out to too much variety
1: I think having options available But that's where they get points I yeah. think night shift like if you go to their brewery right now you can bring say you go with a with a, a 10 friends with your wife who likes sours wife. she loves sours and so Night Shift, she loves some of those, and they still have the bottles. They started to can the Evervice all of a sudden, yeah. which is crazy expensive, by the way. But that's another whole story. That's but your problem. That she, r- she likes the Sours. They have, they have a good mix there. Uh, I will say my favorite beer by them they don't even make anymore. Mm. And I know that's oh. Viva Habanera. Yeah, except the they did it Habanero. one last time, and you couldn't even get it. I know. I was too lazy to go. Yeah, they I did, know. like, a re-releasing, and everybody's <laughs> like, you going? I'm like, yeah. No, I'm not I'm not driving up there for that. But it's delicious. Hopefully, they make it again. They get mad when you ask them. Cause I would, every time I'd go to the tapper. I'm like, you guys getting Viva Habanero again? getting Viva Habanero again? They're like, no, piss off. We're not doing that You're anymore. the only guy that <laughs> asks us that, and the answer is still no, Rich. <laughs> I'm like, I, please. I, please I, I love it so much. But that's honestly... What got me hooked on it, I remember hearing that and being like, this is, uh, or, or tasting it and being like, this beer is so different. And, like, I like the spice. And I was like, I remembered Night Shift because of that beer. And yeah. then I ended up liking other things. Like, the 87, I really like. Uh, most of the one hop this times. I like. The Santilli is a good, good, solid beer. Even, like, Whirlpool, I liked. like. Night a bunch.
0: Night Shift's a good representation of kind of Boston-area beers because they do a lot of things that, you know, have, other breweries have started to take on. They do a barrel-aged thing, which is unique. Um, they tweak their recipes. Like, 87 Today is different from when it first originally right. started it's, it's and it better. got better. Yeah. And they do the kind of uh, experimental rotational series. They have their rotational series um, mm-hmm. called Morph, which— right. It's lost on some people that that's not the same every time. Wait, wait, what? just this, this yeah. different. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Get out of here. It's
1: more. Oh, there it is. Got it. They're like oh. loud and clear. Oh, no. Nice. No, but, and JD, you could probably speak to this better. They're also really out on the forefront on, like, the distributing thing, aren't they? Like, the guys at night shift are, like, really, they care about, like, the rights of brewers and like this distribution and everything else.
2: Yeah, they started their own distribution company, yeah, which you know.
1: they, they were sick of the mass rules, so they went out there
2: and started their own company, and they're bringing and bringing in great beer from across Massachusetts, across the country, across the world, and they branching off into other mm. drinks now to non alcoholic drinks. So
1: they're really pushing, you know. Now, this- do you guys care about this when uh, a brewery gets almost too big? Like, for example, if there's a – like, I happen to – and you guys can make faces if you want. I don't mind Lord Hobo beers. Now, it's not my favorite thing in the world. But, like, if somebody had a Boom Sauce or a Steal This can or whatever the other ones are, I'll drink it and I'll have a fine time. But it's literally everywhere. Like, my brother-in-law, who also is obsessed with beer, lives in upstate New York. And he's like, oh, yeah, we have that here too. Like, so it's just, it's so easy to get like a lot of these things. Does it matter? And we're going to get to a couple that are at the top of our list here that you have to kind of go out of your way to get. Night shift to me is still really good. And again, I don't like everything that they have, but I like them, but they're literally everywhere. So it's not like, oh, ooh, wow, you have night shift? It's like, okay, yeah, you, what, would you go to the convenience store? Like, of course you have night shift. Does, it, does that matter to you guys at all you know this is a podcast
0: so making faces doesn't do anybody any good i'm just at all. i'm
1: just, I'm, just but, I'm, I'm predicting that you're gonna make a face when i said i don't mind lord hobo
0: yeah i mean it's fine but i think it matters if as you grow you can maintain your quality and consistency and you don't yeah. just start to mass produce stuff for the sake of selling the most you can so it's kind of a double-edged sword a little bit there um and i kind of feel the same way you do about lord hobo that if somebody has it, hey, that's a good beer. I'll drink that. But yeah. I'm never seeking it out. Not that you have to. No, that's but.
1: probably true. Like, I haven't bought many of that. Like, if I'm at, like, a bar, and depending on what their list is, like, that might be the best one they have, then yeah. I'll get it. Yeah. You know it, what I mean? Like, if, if that's the case, then sure. But, like, if I'm going to, like, randomly up the street for me... They know how popular like, mass cr- uh, craft beers are, so their list is insane. Like For like, a small little liquor store, they have a crazy one. Even like, a place like Wegmans has a pretty good list now where you're like... Wegmans has always had a good list. Yeah, you know, that's true. <laughs> that's true. They, but you, you go there and you're like, well, like, Boom Sauce, for example, might be the 10th best beer they have there, which is kind of nuts because, again, I don't think it's that bad of a beer. Like, I, I like it. But, so, but my point on Night Shift is like, the fact that you see it everywhere now... Do you like it less or more, or I guess maybe to your point as long as it's still good quality.
0: Yeah, and I guess the point for me is more if you're small and it's harder to get. The cool part of that for me is that when I get it, I like to share it with friends, yeah. and it's like, oh, here's something you won't softball have the beers. opportunity to try. Softball beers. Softball we do beers a lot of softball beers. beers. Yeah, um, but. The fact that you have to really work to get it is not an advantage. It's a pain in the ass a lot of the time. I, you
1: know, like, I get but, angry about those beers. But it is like, fun. I like a nice happy medium, like one that like yeah. maybe not everywhere in the world has. So you're still like, when you see it, you kind of perk up. But it's also, I'm not going to wait in line for it. And I know a lot of people listening to this, if you see, hey, we're talking about New England beers, you've probably done the thing where you've driven two hours and then waited in line for two hours. Like That, to me... Is too much because there's so many good beers that you don't need to do that. That's just because you know I'll do it for you. <laughs> that's also true. Thank you, Woody.
2: <laughs> I mean, that's something I would used to yeah. do five years ago. I would drive yeah. up to Vermont, I'd drive oh, yeah. two and a half, three hours, go wait for two and a half, three hours, go somewhere else, wait in line for another hour on top of that. And then. Yeah, right. But, no, that, that's true. But I mean, we're living in a really good time to be in the New England it's right now where you can bed. just.
1: Yeah, because go before, down the street. Before you were like, yeah, I got to drive out to Vermont and like I got to drive out to Portland or I got to drive out somewhere. And now it's like, I'm going to go down, you know, ten minutes to Idle Hands or ten minutes to wherever else, and I'm just going to go hang out there, you know, get a couple four packs, and then go home. Like that, it, it's so much easier now. And the beer to me is almost the exact same quality. And like, I don't
0: think that's unique to New England. While New England is a hotbed of, of especially IPAs, if you really like IPAs, but I think it's happening all over the country, too, that your local yeah. brewery down the road is producing stuff that is as good as a place that you'd have to drive no, hours to No, that's probably true.
1: Find. All right, so anyway, getting back to our list of top ten breweries, number five was Night Shift. Number four, Exhibit A. And they have a couple of, of beauties. they got the Cat's Meow. And they got the hair razor Again, I sort of focus more on the IPAs, but there, there are other things as well. But uh, Exhibit A, Framingham, right? Framingham. Framingham. So the original like Jack Jacks Abbey, Abbey space. They, oh, they took over the same space? The, yeah, yeah
2: wow. the original Jacks Abbey location is where Exhibit A is now. How about that? Fun fact about me,
1: both my parents from Framingham. What do you think of that?
0: Rick Keefe, two-time <laughs> fantasy football
1: champion. That's right. It's been a while. Shout he's, out. He's, he's had a drought. <laughs> you have to shout him out. He, just, he does not listen to this. He doesn't know how to download a podcast. No, I don't think that's only really for him. Um, but yeah. exactly. Like I know you like him too.
0: And they're another one that distributes really well. So Cat's Meow Hair Razor, uh, their Kolsch called Goody Two Shoes. Yep. Uh, you can get those pretty well. And again, they're another one who does a rotational series. Let me um, stop
1: you right there. Who likes a Kolsch? I love a Kolsch. Like like likes- All right, never mind. I'll we'll show- get into I'll this a little my- bit later. I'll show myself out. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I love a colsh. <laughs> All
1: right, my bad. My bad. Light and refreshing. Do you like the Exhibit A Kolsch? The Kul-
2: yeah, their colsh is great. There you go. Them and Devil's Purse. Two best Kolschers in Massachusetts. Well, I yep. feel like a real forces
1: patoot for saying that. No, you don't. No, I feel fine. I feel, I feel great, actually, because Woody and J.D. both brought in beer, so I feel tremendous. <laughs> uh, so Exhibit A, anything else on Exhibit A? Number yeah. four?
2: No, another brewery that does, they got a great IPA, they got a great yeah. porter, and they got a great Kolsch.
1: Oh, the porter, too. That's right. Oh, yeah. yeah, So,
2: I mean, right there, they do three things really, really well that are, you know, towards the top of any beer in the state.
1: If you were starting a brewery, would you say, like, is two really good beers or three signature beers, What what, what, what would you go with? Because again, like a lot of these have end, they've branched off and they have a million. You can go, you go, hey, give me a sampler of this, give me a sampler of that. But if you can hang your hat on how many different types of beers do you think, like flagship beers, you want yeah. like yeah, like how many would you say like these are our beers? I think that's the idea of a
2: flagship beer is changing. Honestly, if yeah. you want to get into that, like a lot of places are opening now and they'll just rotate through beers and they won't have. They don't one, even have
1: their own. Thing. Like, yeah, tired true. Hands
2: is an example of a place that, yeah. for the most part, they keep doing different beers, and they don't re-brew the same beer time after time after time. And people are going
0: hours and hours and hours out of the way to get some. Yeah. And some, you know, there's so many options available that some brewers go the other way now, too, where they just have their three or four options that they brew tirelessly until they start
1: to get them right. Well, it was funny. One time... So, my, my brother in law that I already mentioned once on the podcast, shout out to him, also doesn't listen. But I, I had him go to night shift because uh, my wife and, and his wife were out doing something. So, we went to night shift. And it was like the most random time they literally only had four beers on tap. Which at night is shift? Unheard of, right? This was a few years ago. Before many the new spot. Years ago. No, it was at the new spot. Wow. It was at the new spot. And we went, I was like, hey, let's each get a sampler and like see what we like. I don't want to call you a liar, but I'm, I swear to God. Hand to God, we go there because I'm telling him like I'm like oh we can get like there's like a million beers there they have thirty draft lines they have thirty draft lines and, and then we're looking at the we're trying to order the sampler and the the bartender was like well it's basically just going to be these four <laughs> and we're like oh well I'll have that and I was like and then the whole time i was sitting there I'm like I don't know what happened I go I, I swear there was supposed to be more beers here and it was like the same four beers. But anyway, mm. then I went like, you know, a few months later with my wife and it was like nine different beers or 10 different beers. It was like very bizarre. But anyway, number 4 was Exhibit A, number 3 Idle Hands. And JD, we're not just blowing smoke, love Idle Hands. I've I've had beers from everybody on this list, I guess with the exception of Brick and Feather. I've had beers from everybody on the on the top uh, honorable mentions. But four seam and six seam, the galaxy four seam, the little spin on it there, the Change Up series, which you guys are now up to twelve, I believe. Yeah, number twelve's on right now. Man, awesome! Like some of my favorite beers, I would put those beers up against anybody else. Yeah, and again, we talk about you
0: want to go out to a brewery with your family, or mm-hmm. and you want your wife who likes sours to have something, Correct. and your brother in law who likes Belgians to have something. Idle Hands can do all that for you. And Keith and I are big IPA guys, and so the four seam was really and really the it's Change like the Up series. Beer. Yeah. The Change Up, I think it was what. Two and
1: four that, oh, yeah, so, four was really. Who good, knows? Maybe right?
0: someone can solve this mystery in the room <laughs> for us at some point. But those and between now. You know, two seam. If you want a session beer, we were talking about oh, yeah. not yeah, having yeah. a session beer that tastes like a true IPA that I like you can the first drink.
1: Pitch they have now, which is more the Belgian you IPA. Know? First and pitch, is two good.
0: seam. You know, you're hinting that you might put it in cans eventually. So, you know, <laughs> you I'll keep, keep an eye out for that.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're looking at it. Probably, <laughs> okay, probably All this right. summer. There's a good chance it sounds like, but All nothing right. has
1: been confirmed on that. So, JD, I mean, obviously you like the brewery, but let me ask you about. When people come in there, like what sells the most? It's the forcing. It has to be. Okay. It's, it's the IPAs. The IPA's far and away. And sell when the you most. guys started, it wasn't really about the IPAs at
2: all. No, when the brewery started seven years ago, the Chris, our owner, only brewed Belgian style beers. Right. And then he brought in a head brewer that introduced German style beers into the rotation and that was idle hands up until the tap room opened two years ago. And right, that's right. really when the IPA
1: started being introduced, was when the tap room opened and the Moulin. German beers are good. Also today. a tremendous tap room, by the way. And yep. not just because we uh hosted a live hashtag Dork, the only ever live hashtag Dork podcast episode ever at Idle Hands. Sold out, but I heard. It was banged out. It was. JD wasn't there. He was Old on c- Honeymoon. It was banged out. There was literally a line for it. So again, thanks to everybody who showed up. It was awesome. It was it was it was full. Everybody was loving the beers. It was awesome. And as Woody said there's such a variety because not everybody likes IPAs. You know, most of the people listening probably do. That's sort of what that culture, uh, I think the real beer snobs like us are, that sort of become IPA people, but they have everything else. So, like, when I go uh, with my wife all the time, she doesn't get the IPAs. Like, she goes she right for the sours. She goes for the sours. So, the Kill Your Idols, she loves, and they have the, the tropical one. She likes that one much more than the yeah. uh, orange, the blood orange yep. one. She loves the tropical one. But there are other ones too. Like you guys have a good table beer. You guys have a good log like my father loves the Adelaide. Like yes. loves it. Like it's funny because I try to get my so my dad drinks more beer than anybody I know. Again, shout out to my dad who's not listening. Woody, he drinks – no, he does. He just does. It's just, it's a reality. But he's got a mustache. He does. He's a grown man. He he's short he's much shorter than me, but he could whoop my ass. There's no doubt. Old man's strength. Beat the shit Definitely. <laughs> But he's a guy who like I like all these different kind of beers. He just he drinks like the lagers, you know, like all his life he's been drinking lagers. And so he's not opposed to the other kind. I'll be like, hey, try this IPA. He's like, ah, that's fine. It's too hoppy. It's too whatever. But then when you get him some of these like good lagers, he loves them. And I can tell the difference, because I'll get him a four pack of like the like night shift lager or whatever. And then I'll go home like a month later. And there's still, still two there. left. You know what I mean? Like There's still, like, two left. I'm like, oh, that's not good. No, and then, it was fine. It was yeah, fine. No, I thanks, like, yeah, thanks, Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. Like, thanks, thanks for bringing that. But I get him the uh, the four-pack from Night Shift, and I go back, like, a week later, gone. Like, all of it's gone. So, like, at least I know that he really likes that one. And so that's the beauty of it. Like, you go there. It's the opposite of the problem I had at Night Shift. If you want a sampler, what do you guys have usually on – on? how many on draft? Uh, It's usually 10 to 12. Yeah. It's insane. They have the full list. And then they even have some bonus ones that you can get either in the four-pack, like if you guys don't always have that, or the Growler, or whatever you want to do, it's, uh, it's great. Now, is the four-seam always available year-round now? Is that the plan? Yes. Okay. There, there's 16 some...
2: is not year-round. 16 that's is every, seasonal. every uh, three months, four times okay. a year. Okay, that's good to know. Which I like, right? But, Don't uh, mark which my calendar. I
1: kind of, which I, but, but I like I that. it's the
2: last Wednesday in June it comes out. So mark your calendars, whatever. Right. Don't tell other or people this. <laughs> Now I can't get as much as I want. <laughs> Let's stop the podcast right <laughs> yeah. now. Let's you can edit that out, that and out post. That, yes. in post,
1: yes. <laughs> I'll put that in the phone right you got, now. You got somebody that can edit that, Keith? I do. I do all my own editing. Yeah, it's no problem. It's gone. It's cleaned out. So... But I, I actually I love that about it because it's like if you're going to Idle Hands on any given weekend you're like I know at the very least I'm getting a four seam, but if you happen to be going on the right time you could also get a six seam. You the Galaxy I mean? like, four seam I, that also is, is great. Blows yeah. my mind. That's yeah. one
0: that if I go there if I see it in the beer store I am going to buy that and then every time anything else that interests.
1: What me. is the plan with the change up series? Is that just going to continue for infinity? That's just going to keep going.
2: As, as we get new hops, new yeast, or, you know, Brett, our head brewer, yeah. he wants to try something out. If he's worried about something, like a hop supply being shorter in the future, like, now, he'll what's... try something out in the change-up series just so he has it in his back pocket in case something happens with four-seam,
1: if something happens with hops, you know, he, he has. Did any of the 4 or did any of, uh, yeah, was any of the change-ups what the four-seam is? Yes. Okay. Well, it's a
2: combination. I think it was, Com- that's right. yeah, it's a it's yeah, combination. Yeah, yeah. There's okay. a few early on. It took six
1: change-ups to get to foreseen makes sense though but you're, you're tweaking it and you're sort of doing it and i would say the change-ups for me are better than the morph series again like again yeah. you, you'll run into a good morph but the change-up because that's always one thing i always do when i go to the visit idle hands is like all right whatever your change-up is give me a glass of that let me try that and for the most part all great like i remember the er, early on I remember the three was not my favorite, but two I loved and four I loved. And then after that, I've tried them and they've been pretty strong since then.
0: Yeah, to the point where Keith and I were like emailing and texting each other, being like, uh,
1: Change up number four. is really good. You should stop by. You should stop by as you soon need as you to can. get there before they get rid of that change up. You got. You got to get there. All right. So number three is Idle Hands, and again, we couldn't uh, recommend that one enough. So check them out in Malden, eighty nine Commercial Street, in Malden. That's right. Number two on our list. I think everybody knows. Again, beer people know where our top two is. But coming in at number two is Trillium, who has a million IPAs, pale ales. Double IPAs. They have other stuff. They have porters. They have some other different things. But they are definitely known for their uh, Juicy Juicy Juice Bomb IPAs. They have the location right in Boston. And then the other one is in, is Canton. Canton, Canton, in, yeah. Canton. in Canton. So yeah. I've not been to the Canton one yet. How, how's the tap room there?
0: Uh, It's very good. They just opened a patio there, and they're actually building a new Fort Point Boston facility too. That'll have a restaurant and so a roof deck and a roof deck. Yeah. yeah. So they
1: also have uh, they have a spot kind of cornered off on the Rose Kennedy Greenway. mm -hmm. They have like a little like beer Beer garden. Beer garden. Awesome. Amazing. I I went again. Believe it or not, with my brother-in-law. God damn it! Why do I keep mentioning him? <laughs> but we, so we went there. It was a nice little family get together, and so we went there. But Trillium, and the the one thing I'll say with Trillium is they have so many different kinds, and they, they constantly like they'll have the like the Mosaic Congress Street or the Galaxy Congress Street or double like Double Dry mos- Hop, Double Dry, yeah, <laughs> exactly. They have, like a million different kinds. So I think I know what my favorite ones are from them, but it's very confusing and they're constantly changing them.
0: Yeah, and they might not have been the very first ones to start this, but they're definitely one of the ones who popularized the double dry hop version of things. Mm-hmm. And that like a lot of breweries now, if even if they don't advertise it distinctly, they Double dry hop a lot of beers, and it's to the point where I pour a double dry hop Congress Street into a beer glass, and my mother walks
1: into the room and she thinks I'm drinking orange juice. Correct. It's that it's kind of beer. That's what. So, uh, yeah, I've had somebody say like, when you pour it in a glass, you're like, I don't want to be able to see through it. <laughs> like, I want it. I want it to be so hazy like that. And that's what almost everything from Trillium is, is like. And
0: to eat your own. I mean, uh, I like those beers too. Uh, a lot of people are doing those beers, but that's part of. Why wow. the only way to figure out what you like is try a bunch because yeah. what we like is going to be different than oh, what yeah. whoever listening here is like and maybe don't even like IPAs yeah. but you know that has certainly become super popular in kind of the singular New England style
1: and I think Trillium is definitely a big part of that and so the thing when you go into the the Boston location when you walk in there you're you're basically walking in. And you can't try them there, you gotta go, you gotta ask for your case, you gotta ask for your four pack or whatever it is, and get out of there and this is a classic one that uh you basically go down, you double park, you leave your car running, and you sprint in, and you get whatever you can, and then you sprint out of there again, not if you're if you're going to Canton, great, spend the day in Canton, but if you're going to the one in Boston, that's how I've done it, and this is also the first time, I think ever that I bought a case of beer. And I spent over $100. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? But I'm like, you know what? It's delicious. And I love it. You can't do it all the time. But... It's expensive, but, like, you know where your money's going. Like, it's that good. It's also the first brewery that I remember following them on
0: social media and them announcing a beer on a particular day. And I can't remember exactly which one it was. I think it might have even been a collaboration. Pow Pow from Lawton's or something like that, where I remember being like, Okay, I know what I'm doing at lunch. I'm immediately leaving my office. I'm driving over there. I'm going to double park in front. I'm going to yeah, go and I'm going to get in, whatever beer on,
1: sprint in they there. will
0: give me, and then I will go back to work <laughs> and live out my life. And uh, I haven't, you know, I hadn't really done that at any brewery at that point, but it's good. I mean, they're juice bombs. Like, they're you
1: gotta, juice You got to like yeah. the juice bomb.
2: And, you know, I loved going down there when it first opened. It was like, I got beer nerds across the country that i would trade beers with and you know as soon as like trillium i remember you like mailing beers yeah and and as soon as like trillium came onto the scene everybody was like you need to get me trillium you need to get me trillium it was like amazing how quick their rise was and how good the quality of the beer was to go with it that they kind of I want to say pioneered the style, but they became the quickly one of the most well-known brewers of the style.
1: Now I know you can get Trillium at some restaurants; like they are willing to go to some. I've been to one. I was shocked when I saw it on the menu. It was a place that I never in a million years thought would have had the beer list that it did. And I got Trillium on draft, and I got. I told all my friends that were there. I'm like, "This is what you're getting. Like you have to get this. Like I, I can't believe it's here." And they are like, "Calm down." But anyway, <laughs> I, I loved it. Do you think they're ever going to be like in stores? Or do you think they like what they're doing? They're limited amount in stores right are now. Are they? They've been getting around, yeah. Like, get yeah. In stores and they used are they at, to be like, beer uh, sellers or something. Yeah, oh, they are okay. Be,
0: but it depends on kind of their sell through of what they do, okay. Uh, and the beer, so they have some of their flagships like Fort Point or Congress yeah. Street or some of those that you may get there. But uh, I, beer trading, like I remember sending my buddy in California some Trillium, and he was like, "These are solid gold. I could trade a hundred beers for one can of this." <laughs> yes, and then I remember him looking in his fridge one day, and he has less than he remembered, and he looks over at his father-in-law, and he had been drinking them thinking they were Miller Lights, and he's like, these Miller
1: Lights don't taste right. (laughs) 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 These are gross. So, he's not married anymore. He murdered that father. Yeah, He he had to. At that point, there was nothing else to do. But I I am a huge fan. In fact, I am the only person out of the three of us that voted Trillium number one. Our real number one, both of you guys put number one, I put it number two, and I think most people would have it at number one, that would be Treehouse. There's no, not a shock there. No, Treehouse no. is insane. Treehouse, we're not going to wow you with like uh, this off-the-board. Sam Adams is number one. <laughs> we're going with Harpoon. No, it's, it's Treehouse. <laughs> Treehouse is ridiculous. Now, one of the things that I, and this is unfair, I would admit, that I sort of held against Treehouse is just how out of the way you have to go to get it. And kind of the more pain in the ass factor. Not that Trillium is the easiest thing in the world, but if you live near Boston, and for a while I did, it was a lot easier to get than than treehouse. Like treehouse, you got to go out to Worcester, and you got to wait in line, and you also don't necessarily know what you're going to get. It's
0: gotten better. It, they moved into a new brewery, uh, probably about a year ago at this point. There, um, and I remember. Driving to Treehouse the first time, maybe three or four years ago, it was a winter night. And I remember turning off the highway onto a paved road and then turning onto an unlit road. And my wife turns to me and goes, tell me now if you're going to murder me because I don't feel safe. I don't don't feel feel safe. safe." And then we don't see another car the rest of the 15 minutes we drive. And we pull into the parking lot at Treehouse, packed with cars, and we turn the corner and it's just lit with people drinking out in the open real and it's gotten better and the other reason that now treehouse is much it's it's worth making the trip is because you used to be able to get like half a case a person and you would be happy with it but now you can get more than you can afford to get yeah, yeah. Um, in one trip because their production has just expanded so dramatically yeah and they're a brewery that I have not had a bad beer from
2: Treehouse. No, yeah, across they're, styles, you can name point. the style that they've brewed out of there. And of course, they're well known for their IPAs, but their right. stouts and porters and other you know, brown great. ale that they do. They just did a pilsner.
0: You know, mm. everything that they have done has been excellent. All my favorite stouts are basically their stouts and a couple others that th- they continue to blow m- me away with everything. They but do.
1: I think that's why, and like like you said, Woody, like, this isn't necessarily unique to Massachusetts, but it's why you can hold Massachusetts up to any other state. When you're like, well, we have Treehouse, Trillium, Idle Hands, Exhibit A. Night shift, like we we have these here in our own state, so I don't care what you're bringing to the table. We feel like we can compete with you,
0: yeah, that's let alone you know met- New England's a small collection yeah, of states, so that's not even factoring in the ones that are a shorter drive than going out to some of the western mass or or northern mass breweries Absolutely. we've been talking about.
1: So let's get to those as well. So real quick, ten through one again was aeronaut. Brick and Feather, Mystic, Notch, Lamplighter, Night Shift, Exhibit A, Idle Hands, Trillium, and Treehouse. As for the other breweries in New England, again, I feel like, and I could be wrong here, Vermont and Maine really highlight the list. Maybe New Hampshire, maybe, I think, in my personal opinion, Rhode Island and Connecticut are kind of lagging behind. But uh, what other ones would you say deserve to be mentioned here? I mean the obvious ones are in Vermont. Yeah. Alchemist,
0: Hill Farmstead, or Lawton's Fiddlehead. Those are the ones that a lot of people know. Foam Brewers, which is right in Burlington, is less well known than those, but is also phenomenal. But would say at this point, foam is the hottest brewery in New England. Like that's
2: Oh yeah. They're skyrocketing in popularity right now, and that's being mentioned in the conversation that he just had with all those great breweries, they that have farm awesome, sets.
1: they have an awesome location too. And so, uh, last year I took a trip with my wife to Burlington, and we ended up hitting up on the way in Burlington Beer Company, which I would say deserves to be mentioned. Really good. They have the what the what's it called something keeping up with the wizard or whatever it is the the wi- yeah
0: wizard IPA
1: they have yes. beekeeper which was really good they also have my wife's favorite beer she's ever had it's called strawberry whale cake it's actually a cream <laughs> ale I know it that sounds that sounds like her. a made up name I go those are your three favorite things aren't they gotta get those whales bro. strawberries whales and cake <laughs> that's why you're married uh, but it's like a cream ale and and so she lo- it's not as strawberry as you think but there's like a hint of it anyway it's really good so Burlington beer company then we also went to foam right in Burlington so a great location great beers there and then we took the journey up the hill farmstead which is one of the best probably speaking in the of places yeah. my wife thought i was taking <laughs> oh her her. that's like that's you go off ins- the dirt
0: into the dirt road there not and only on a dirt road
1: water. but all of a sudden your phone you lose your gps because you're in the middle of nowhere oh yeah. and there's nobody a mile in front of you there's nobody a mile behind you and then you get to the brewery and it's banged out. You print out MapQuest directions like 2001. It's insane. So those are Vermont, and then you mentioned uh, Alchemist, right? Yeah. And yep. uh, a couple of yeah. other ones. and
0: Alchemist, another brewery that's yeah. expanded production dramatically.
1: Yeah. You know, Hetty Topper
0: was kind of... One of the OGs, The really. IPA that started yeah. it all, kind of. Um, that was the beer to get
1: for a while, wasn't it? Hetty Topper. It was still well, great. Th- that was it the sucked. beer. No, it is. I think it's still great, but that's like... When, when I first got into beer and JD, we were working together at the time. Like When I first really was like, man, I've had too many like Keystone Ices for my day. I, I'm ready to go to IPAs. I remember it was either you or it was like Feldman got me a, a Heady Topper and I was like, oh, The game has been changed. I'm like, like, this is what I like now. I made a number of trips up to that original location before
2: they had case limits or before you had to go to a store, before they shut it down. That was awesome. And I'd bring that back. I had Feldman make a few runs for me because he used to produce those hockey games up there. Right. So
1: he'd smuggle back uh, Hattie Topper. Yeah. With Hattie Topper. Yeah. So that was as good as it gets. Uh, Woody, I know you've taken a bunch of trips up to Maine for some of their good ones. I
0: spent all my summers in Maine growing up, and their beer scene is fantastic also, especially in kind of greater Portland there. Bissell Brothers is easily my favorite Maine brewery. Swish, nothing gold, substance, reciprocal. Their IPAs are fantastic. They also do some... Extraordinarily low ABV beers, um, too. Uh, main Beer Company dinner is yeah. kind of uh, one of the the golden gooses oh, can of I beers. Say, can I
1: say this real quick? You can imp- say whatever oh. you
0: want. This That's is your podcast. podcast. It is my
1: pocket. I am the man. I have the podcast. You
0: can turn off our mics
2: if
1: you want. I c- I'm not going you know to do that. Lunch, lunch, a little overrated. I said it. I said it. I'll I'll wait for the the heat. I like Mo better than lunch. I think. Ooh, I, yeah. I think Mo's better. I think Peepers' better. I think another one is better. I think they have three or four. I've never had dinner. I'll be honest. I've never had dinner, but I think lunch is good. Like if it was at a if it was at a uh, actually there's a restaurant near me that has it, and I was like, you guys have this, and I had it and I like it. It's fine. But I think it's a little overstated. I was built. I was sold a bill of goods. I think when they were like, "Oh,
0: you gotta try that." Send your hate mail to Rich yeah. at W E E I yeah dot um org whatever. What, um, what do you guys think about lunch? Are you, am I wrong on that? Like I said, I I, I think dinner's fantastic. I really like Mo.
1: And then Answer I'd the probably go lunch. But the question now. on lunch. It's, it's solid, but it's, it's not it's not one of but those beers I like. for example, seek out like we're talking about OG IPAs, heady topper better. Even, you're drinking a sip of sunshine right now, better than lunch. Oh, way better than lunch. Yeah. What okay. do you, I
2: think, okay. Or uh, JD. So I still love lunch. I think now that Okay. Palettes have changed. People expect a thir- certain thing out of New England IPAs. That's and true. They That's what see it is. Maine IPA, they see lunch, and they expect it to be like That's a, great a hazy juice bomb of an IPA. It's and a, it isn't it's that. Different. That's
1: it's different.
0: Point. And I think it's a great beer. And I think, you know. Let people sleep on it. I'll drink it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, I'll, I'll take it. Hello, yeah. And, take and it.
0: just to touch on a couple other main breweries, real quickly, that I have at least, are all right next to each other. So visit them all at the same time. Foundation, Epiphany, they put out is fantastic. Austin Street, and Allagash is kind of the brewery that has been around forever, but they're still doing a ton of amazing stuff. I mean, don't we'll sleep on Allagash. My favorite brewery in the country. Is oh, it really? Oh, Ooh, I will Hot take. Whoa. I will. The studio just got hot.
1: I'll tell you right now, Allagash White, you can go to any bar in the world. If they're serving Allagash White, I will take one, and I will enjoy the hell there out of it. There is no better flagship of any brewery than Allagash White. Oh, I like that. J.D. J-D came in with takes. That's no, good. what are you going to say good. to that? I'm like, okay, I agree. I, I, mean, they, I love an Allagash White.
2: You want to respect a brewery? They haven't changed what they've done since they've opened, really. They've that's, added on to the Sour amazing.
1: Games. Especially with, look, think about all the ones that Woody just named that are all <laughs> popping up next to them, and they're like, well, this is what we do. Literally yeah, directly it. into
0: like the same yeah. complex, and they're like, "Yeah, we know what we're doing. Well, just yeah. you know, yeah. that's do you big news Sit out of them?
2: They added a canning line, and they're going to like that's toy around with canning, yeah, and that's yeah.
0: you know, that's. Really did I good. miss any main breweries oh. there in terms yeah. of Oxbow? Oxbow, Oxbow, Clath.
2: yeah, I love Oxbow. You I did s- say Austin Street. Austin Street is one of my favorites. Oxbow is my fa- is my favorite tap room up in Portland. Is it really?
1: Yes. Huh? I've not been to Bissell Brothers yet. I need to get there. They got a good. Good tap room too. I was hoping to do a Portland trip sometime this summer. You gotta I go to Portland. That's, I gotta do it. Yeah, I haven't been. I haven't been since I was like before beer drinking. Age. As far as you know, food and beer
2: indicating. scene go, I gotta go. Yeah. As I far gotta, as food and beer drinking go, go. It's the best. Scene I to go around. Yeah,
1: food. Unbelievable. I got the only one I would throw out there for New Hampshire, and honestly, I think so many breweries have passed them by, but I still have a, a warm spot in my heart for Smutty Nose, only because. One of the first uh, tap rooms that I went and visited. I've actually been to both of them because they've moved. I've been, and I like them. I like some of their beers, but there are just so many better ones now. But yeah. New
0: Hampshire, I got to. It sounds like you're from New Hampshire. I might be.
1: Um, there's I was a, not
0: born there, but I was like, right I got there. married in New Hampshire and yes, one in Portsmouth, uh, not far Redhunk. from our Reading venue. No. <laughs> the Budweiser. Uh, Great Rhythm <laughs> is is right outside Great Rith- Portsmouth. Great Rhythm. A lot of IPAs. Yeah. Tap room that won awards for like design. It's a lot of fun. They usually have eight things on draft. They can stuff only available at the brewery, but it's really good. And if you're up in that part of New Hampshire, it's definitely worth the trip.
1: Rhode Island or Connecticut? Anything? What am I missing? Rhode Island's uh, Providence is starting to have a good beer scene. now.
2: I mean, mainly what I would say if you're in Providence, there's long Live brew works. And mm-hmm. uh, right down the street from that is this great beer hall that is called Bayberry. Mm. And I highly recommend if you're in Providence, go to Bayberry. That place has incredible food. The tap list is stellar.
0: All right. So. In the spirit of, of the Hill Farmstead and Treehouse, Tilted Barn, which is a literal barn on a farm. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. They do some of their own hops, too. And Proclamation, which just moved to a new brewery. Those in Rhode Island are both very good, especially as the IPAs go.
1: All right. So that's pretty much all the New England. Again, it's one really... more in Connecticut. Yeah, 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 Fox yeah. Farm, brand
0: new. Okay. Alta, Burst, Daylily, their IPAs, they're a new brewery. I think Beer Advocate just named them one of the best new breweries in the country, but their stuff is unbelievable, too. I really like them. They're available, if you're here in the greater Boston area, I know some of the bars mm. around here are starting to get them on draft, too.
1: If we did a top 10, and we're not going to do this right now, but if we did a top 10 New England breweries, how many of the Massachusetts ones do you think would make it in? So, again, if that's the Massachusetts list... Trillium and Treehouse are definitely in. Idle Hands to me is definitely in. Exhibit A is definitely in. But then Night Shift and Lamplighter, that might be the line where you start to introduce all the Vermont and Maine ones, right? It might be like five mass. So but that makes Yeah, sense.
0: Foam, Hill, Farmstead, Bissell Brothers yeah. definitely have to be in there for me.
1: Yeah, right. Um, so
0: Allagash, way. I would probably say, probably has to be in there right. somewhere,
1: too. So, But so in New England ranking, half of it, roughly, would be Massachusetts. Yeah, it that's about sense. it. All right, so the, here's yeah, the yeah, other like It would be nothing in Connecticut, maybe nothing. nothing. In, <laughs> I don't like, think so. Yeah, it's like it's Maybe
2: nine out of the ten would be Vermont, Massachusetts, Maine.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's about right. For sure. All right, this is a fun one. So when you go to a place like Wegmans or if you go to some of these other uh, stores that have all these different beers, they allow you to make your own six-pack. So the question we have posed now to everybody in here, if every single beer was available, and let's say it was in a beautiful 16-ounce can with the logo, which as we know is very important, if they were all reach. available to you and you got to fill up your six-pack, what would be in it? Let's start with JD. All right. Well, you
2: guys all know my love for Allagash now. I, yes, I will always go with an Allagash White. It's just six, six Allagash, Allagash beers?
1: You <laughs> got six yes. Allagash yes, White. I'll just go Allagash
2: White. Allagash just white. load it up. I'll take six Allagash Whites. An Allagash street. White, Allagash Black, a Cool Ship Red. <laughs> 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 a nice Allagash. Allagash. And none Allagash. of the Idle Hands beers, called? which is no, strange. Well, I gotta you know be
1: partial here. You know, <laughs> that's true. You're very partial. So you're it's going impartial. you're going Allagash White?
2: Allagash White, Nice. White. Top of my list. That's Good. great. It's a great beer. Like, okay. Like I said, I I love Allagash. <laughs> I've heard that. Yes. Uh, Russian River Consecration. Gonna go Ooh. a little sour. Okay. Nice. I like any of their sours. I mean, you could go with their IPAs. You could go Pliny Elder, younger. You could go Blind Pig, which I think is better than the Elder, but I go with the Consecration. Uh, next, again, I'm going to go with my local love. Notch, their Zwickle beer, was the best beer I had in the can last year in this area. It is a wonderfully refreshing beer. has a little bit of spice to it, just something you can drink all day out in the summer. Lawnmower beer, watching football, uh, nice. barbecue, yep. just great beer. Uh, I know this one may show a belt a treehouse. Good morning. If mm. so I'm going to go with a darker beer, I love the maple. I love that kind of coffee flavor to it. I'll go with Hill Farmstead Abner
1: yes also on my list yes
2: amazing beer and then uh to round it out i'd like to go with a pilsner of some sort so i'll go with pilsner you quell mm. okay
0: all right Pretty good. good. Woody, would you like to go next? Sure. And I'll preface this by saying I'm only listing beers that I've tried because there's a lot of good beers. Yeah, like probably, if you talk uh, about, yes. you know, Treehouse, there's King Julius and you know, things like that. Beers I've never had the opportunity to try before. And so I I'm not gonna put a beer that I've never had on, on my ultimate six pack. So I got very green from Treehouse. Green is my favorite of their standard rotational beers. Very green is even better than that. Headroom from Trillium. It annoys me they only put it out once a year, but it makes me want it more. Uh, JD just mentioned this, but Pliny the Younger is my favorite of the Pliny beers from Russian River um, all the way across the country. Uh, Dinner from Maine Beer. I love it. It's not New England hazy style, but I actually like those a little better. Uh Keith actually just drank one of these so fast he probably didn't even taste it. But Double Dry Hop Double Mosaic Dream is from Other Half in New York City. That's one of my blessed. favorite. I did enjoy and it. And then it uh, I'm going to repeat one here But Abner from Hill Farmstead. There's a bunch of Hill Farmstead beers that could be on here for me that I like all about the same. But I think Abner's my favorite of those
1: ones. So I'm, it's unanimous. So for my ultimate six-pack, the first one on there is the Abner. And it's crazy. It's nuts. that? It's nuts. I, I we did not it. talk about yeah. this before. No, we didn't. No, we didn't, we didn't at all. And it's funny. So when I was on that same uh, Burlington trip, one of the restaurants that we just happened to go in there, have a beer, maybe even have like a bite to eat, They we went in there, and they had that on tap. And we knew the next day we were going to go to Hill Farmstead. But I was like, let me try this Abner. So I got a glass of Abner. I was like, this is amazing. And then we went out there, and I filled up my biggest growler with Abner. Abner's probably my favorite beer I've ever had. So I'm going to go with Abner as one of them. Uh, I'm not kissing up because he's here, but I'm going to go with the Six Seam from Idle Hands as one of mine as well. I'm going to go with the Julius from Treehouse. Again, I haven't had everything from Treehouse, like what he said, like King Julius or whatever. But just the standard Julius, I'm going with that. I'm going to go – I have to do something from Trillium. The Cutting Tiles, it was like a double uh, IPA that they had. I'm going to go with that, like whatever (laughs) whatever that was. Like something from Trillium, I'm going with that. I'm going to go with – they don't currently make it. But the Viva Habanera from Night Shift, <laughs> I'm going to make them make it again, and I'm going to go with the Habanera, which is a—it's am- just an amazing beer. Can everybody tweet at Night Shift and ask that yes. they brew that Tell again? Them make it. You know what? Call it the Rich Keef from now on, because I'm the <laughs> only one who likes it. The only one you like long it. hashtags, and you can create a hashtag for a that. That's a good point. I could yeah. do that. And then I'm going to go, if they're all in the store, I know it's old school, I'm going with the Heady Topper. I'm gonna nice. take it. If, if If it's in there, I'm taking it as part of my ultimate six-pack. I love it. All right, so th- those are all of our six-packs. Again, mine is very dominated. Five out of the six are IPAs or double IPAs. What are some of the best non-IPAs in uh, New England? Again, JD, you had a you had a handful of them in your ultimate six-pack. Yeah,
2: I had a, you know, Allagash White is yeah. the staple mm-hmm. for Belgian wit. That is the best that's made in this country. Really hard to beat, yeah. Really hard to beat. A lot of people try to make that style as good as that. Nobody can. No, that's uh, true. I like the loggers a lot, you know. Like I mentioned, in in Kolsch, not a lager, but I mentioned uh, Exhibit A makes an excellent Kolsch, and so does Devil's Purse out of Cape Cod. That Kolsch on a hot summer day, it just goes down so smooth. It yeah. is delicious. Um, you know, I, idle hands come out and see you us. Guys we got, you guys like got the, the loggers to choose from. It seriously, yeah, yeah. We have got a Hellas Lager coming out tomorrow in cans. Which, oh, nice.
0: You know, that's a beautiful summer beer. So, Woody. Yeah, Goody Two-Shoes, I agree. Kolsch, that's yeah. a softball beer I'll bring because I can drink it quick. I know JD mentioned Good Morning. I've never been able to get that one, but Double Shot from Treehouse is good. And Canadian Breakfast out and Kentucky Breakfast Out from Founders are both really good. Uh, Trillium makes a bunch of good pale ales. I don't know if mm. that counts as different. They make them um, just about as I IPA is as very a pale ale can be. I love
1: them. So and I don't uh, how- they
0: count. down the road... Not far from idle hands, not far from night shift make mm-hmm. some really good sours, some Wee Spears that I like in that uh, people I know really like those drink those a lot. Um, and so if you're doing if you want to do like a local little brewery Crawl. Yeah, you well, should go out to that area and oh, go to yeah. Idle Hands, go to Night Shift, and go to down the road and, and just make a Mystic day too. of it. And, and Bone far. Up is the right there. Bone Up. Yeah. yeah, that's that's where you want to go. And then Hill Farmstead. If you're Winter into Hill
1: Brewery's not far, yeah. there's a whole bunch. You can.
0: There's a bunch right there. You you could almost walk from. And then Hill Farmstead Wild Ales. If you're doing kind of Over, yeah, those sure, type there. of beers, they're the ones who I think make the best of those that I really like. If you like some farmhouse funk.
1: I already mentioned Viva Habanero, which they don't even make, but you never know. I mean, they already brought it back once, so they could bring it back again. The strawberry whale cake that my wife loves a lot. The sours that are really good. Night Shift has a whole series of them, so you can just tell whatever you like, whether it's the Evervice or. Um, the Manor Vice. The Manor Vice. Cape Cotter Vice. Cape Cotter Vice. There's one. Look for the Kiwi. Vices. Yeah, yeah, look for the all, vices. There's all yeah. kinds of shit that they have. And then, same with Idle Hands, they, they kill your idols. I would say, particularly the tropical one. I think is, uh, is really good. Agreed. All right, what about the best beers that aren't that hard to find in stores? So let's say you're not, you can't get out to the craft beer cellar or you can't get out to one of these places that really specializes in it. What are ones that you think are, are available for people to get? I mean, we've talked about a lot of these
0: that are easier to find now. Um, Ones I mentioned that we haven't really talked about are, I like Jigsaw Jazz from Fort Hill a lot. It is a 9% beer that drinks like a 5% beer. And it's delicious. And it's also, you can get a six-pack of 12-ounce cans for like 10 bucks. It's not... It's not priced up like a lot of the beers on here. And like we said, Springdale um, is starting to be more widely distributed now. There's a lot of good beers from them. 87 from Night Shift, Mm -hmm. again, that's one that I really like. I like the One Hop
1: series, too. You see that in a lot of places. And the One Hop, um, me personally, I like the uh, Citra a lot. I like the Mosaic a lot. The uh, Ella was not my favorite. Uh, what am I drinking right now? There's, they got a couple other ones that are like okay. I would I would highlight Citra and Mosaic. In going outside of the
0: region to a Simco, flyover state that I've never been to, yeah. uh, Pseudo Sioux from Toppling Goliath is around a lot now. They have a big dist- oh, distribution yeah. around here, and that's a pale, a pale ale that I just I just love, and that's around a lot, and I'll drink that all day.
2: I think if you're looking for readily available beers in Massachusetts, Jack's Abbey.
1: Yes. You can find yeah, them too. everywhere. Point. And Algasch White. And yeah, Al-Gash Al-Gash White. That's a good uh, point. Algasch White. The Hoponius Union. There's, there's a whole bunch yeah, of Yeah, but the Jack's stuff. Abbey. like yeah. The House
2: Lager, for the price point that it's at, yeah. Yeah. is a great beer. And same with Hoponius Union. And a lot of specialty beers are everywhere. Uh, Castle Island, I feel like you're yes, seeing pretty much like, everywhere. There
1: are a lot of places now, which Speaking I like. Speaking of and Wegmans distribution. And yeah, Wegmans, them. they have them,
2: yeah. And Notch. I feel like you see them in every store. Either it's usually the Pilsner or Left of the Dial, but both are awesome beers. And if you happen to see it, uh, Infinite Jest is their wheat Mm. beer that they do in the summertime. That is perfect for floating on a lake, let me tell you. Oh,
0: yes. Love lake floating. You
1: know what is sneaky uh, available in a lot of spots now is Sip of Sunshine. Which I really like from uh, Lawson's, but uh, Wegman's was the last time I got it. They had they had like a whole row of them, like yeah. banged out. I was like, wait a minute, they're brewing a bunch of that in Connecticut right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. a yeah. lot of places are out of two roads. I think was who used to brew all of it for them. I'm not sure if that's still so that's the case, pretty, but yeah, yeah. and it's... I like
1: it. I like again, it's not my it's not my top five, but like I, I enjoy it more than most. So. And if you and if you're even from out of the region, like
0: I know in New York State, Rochester, Buffalo, they're starting to get it too. So. Yeah. Check it out.
1: All right, what about, and Woody, you mentioned a couple of these already, but like bars and restaurants that aren't that uh, far out of the way from here that have a sneaky, really good beer list. the ones, uh, the Armsby Abbey
0: in Worcester is, in my opinion, the single best beer bar in Worcester. They're like the one that's
1: notorious for it because they, They're have awesome. the one, they have the ones that you literally have to drive down these dirt roads to find. They somehow... Well, they have able... the
0: connection to Hill Farmstead. Correct. They so have the connection have, to Hill that's Farmstead. That's they have Lambic
1: it. beers. They have
0: every kind of beer you could yeah, want. That's it. And they also own another brew, uh, bar called Dive Bar that's in Worcester, too. Um, here in Greater Boston, Public House is the classic one in Brookline. Right near, not far from where we are now, is Lulu's that has a ever-expanding beer list, and they're starting to get some new things like mm. Fox Farm from Connecticut and things like that. Um, and I really like if you're getting food and beer. Brewer's Fork in Charleston has mm. fantastic beers and great pizza. I'd go there all day. JD? I echo Armsby Abbey. Yeah, Public House is my
2: favorite bar in Boston. Oh, okay. Anytime I get the chance to go there, spend a, like a Saturday or Sunday eating mac and cheese, drinking yeah. trillium. It's, it's you hard, gotta to, do beat it. it's hard to beat Armsby that. It's both Armsby Abbey nice
0: and um, Public House feel like dive bars too. It makes you feel right at home.
2: <laughs> yeah, they're just warm and cozy, and yes. you know it's it's a wonderful place, and the food is equally lives up to the beer at both those spots. Uh, I think. You know, if you're downtown and you're looking for a place that is never busy but has a great beer list, Gingerman. Huh? Never busy. Ooh. I don't know what's going good on there. <laughs> I don't know
1: what their problem is, but they have. <laughs> you a can great walk list. in there yeah.
2: anytime. Great draft list. That's pretty good. Almost nobody there. Uh, <laughs> good. And uh, local shout out to my neighborhood bar. Please. Maverick Marketplace in East Boston. Good. They oh. have a they have a sneaky good tablet every time. They only have six drafts, uh, but they're adding more soon. And they have cask every Thursday. That's delicious. So nice. and
0: up closer to Keith and I, there's a grill next door in Haverhill has a fantastic oh fantastic right. beer list.
1: I'm going to go with, and this uh, is definitely a, a plug for it. my wife's restaurant. She works at Urban Hearth. Her She's, can list there it's is insane. insane. It's yes. all like, she, said, she sent it to me last week, but she was asking a few opinions on it's sour beers. crazy. And so it, cha- it does change a little bit based on what's available. But right now, so she works at Urban Hearth in Cambridge. So it's kind of, it's not far from Davis. It's close to Alewife, but it's on Mass Ave in Cambridge. So Urban Hearth is the place. You go in. It's a nice kind of cafe. You can get, like, a brunch or whatever. They do dinner service four nights a week. But you can get beer anytime it's open. You go in there you get yourself a beer. And I'm going to forget some, but they literally have six seam and four seam. Well, at least when six seam is available, both from Idle Hands. They're about to get Rabbit Rabbit from Lamplighter. They have the Cat's Meow from inside Exhibit knowledge. A. Oh, I have plenty of Inside Knowledge. They have Lunch right now from Main Beer Company. Which Keith hates. Not my they have Allagash White. They have like all of our favorite beers there. So that we should have recorded the goddamn episode from Urban Hearth. What are we doing? I don't know. Should we know stop she's and your go wife, there? right? It, yeah, let's just let's go. Let's go right now. Yeah, and gone. it just reminded
2: me that you know, if you like one of those days where you can like bar crawl, go to Cambridge, you can go to Meat Hall, Cambridge Brewing Company. Lamplighter yeah. and Lord Hobo, the bar. That's right. And you can walk between all four. And you can take a quick
1: Uber to Urban Hearth. Yeah, and you can it get can whatever take you quick, want. Yeah. Beautiful. And
0: go to Mead Hall around any kind it's of a, German a, festival time and you will get they also huge have, pours of
1: German beer. They have another crazy beer. What is it called? It begins with like a D. It's like a super long name. You know which one I'm talking about? It's got like to give me can. way more information. It's a double IPA. That. From where? I wouldn't even know. It's a Massachusetts beer. <laughs> I would, don't worry about it.
0: It begins with a D and yeah. it's a long
1: yeah. name? Yeah. Everyone right. go out and get Da Beer. Tweet us right now. Let us know what it is. <laughs> but no, but honestly, like it's not just that she works there. And it's funny. So the owner of the uh, restaurant, she also really likes beer. And she's like, well, I just want to have beers that I like that are here. And this was the best part. She was. She knows that I love beer. So she got like a bunch of sample beers and she sent them all to me. And she was like give me like give me notes and let me know which one you want they're one. i'm like it was like cats meow it was rabbit rabbit i'm like this one's great like i love this one too this one also you need to have at your place yeah and they they got most of them it's amazing
0: if you're out there and you need our opinion on beers you can (laughs) mail any beers to rich keith at weei at 20 guest street
2: whatever Yes, Brighten send us beers. Oh, two, one, three, eight? We yeah, need a we're beer a,
1: sponsor. So we'll f- Idle Hands used to be a beer sponsor of Hashtag Dork. Yeah, and then you had to move. You know what? They're officially back on as sponsor. Idle Hands is sponsoring the podcast again. So if breaking you want news. to sponsor <laughs> Hashtag Dork, they're just giving it away. <laughs> uh, good news is this. we have. A, so, I'm sorry, JD. Did you say breaking news? <laughs> Sponsored. Sponsored. Nope, No, that's not going to help. No, nope, that, that wasn't it. Nope. There we go. Now we're now we're talking. Now a hashtag Dork News Flash. This just into the news desk, idle hands officially back on as sponsored to hashtag Dork. Thank you, Goo. You can cool it with that. Cool cool it? Cool it? Alright, thank you. Does that back. mean we get free Idle hands beer? Eh, Ish. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough. Yeah, ish Hopefully we'll have another uh, live broadcast there. But so that's pretty much it. Those are the uh the best breweries, those are the best beers. Please email us dorkpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what your favorite beers are. dorkpodcast on the Twitter or at Dork Podcast. If you want to uh, hook up with these guys, Woody, where can they follow you on Twitter? Uh, I'm at
0: I will you will one more time W O O D <laughs> U. Y O U. I will would you? Yeah, you will would me. <laughs> I would. You would. W-O-O-D. W-O. Will would. I got it. That's Do your you? That's your Twitter handle? I don't know. I can't figure out how to change JD,
1: it. JD, you're on Twitter still. At J, at J <laughs> underscore deer. God I'm, I'm it. throwing off here God now. damn it. At J underscore deer. At J underscore deer. Deer as in the animal, not deer Dear John. That is correct. <laughs> correct. Correct. That was a pretty good episode, I think. Lock it up. Do you have anything else to add about the beers?
0: No, we need to drink more and yeah, watch the Celtics. We, yes, Celtics are Go playing Celtics. soon,
1: so we are on our way to the Celtics. So thanks so much for listening to this. Not Let us know if you like the beer episode. It doesn't really matter. I'll I'll be able to see how many people downloaded <laughs> it. It seems like a good idea. Maybe it's not a good idea, but that's kind of what we're doing now. Ending so. on a strong note. Yeah, that's it. Do you guys like beers? So, do we? We like beers as well. Hashtag dork. We talked about beers for over an hour. Still recording. Still recording. Somehow not drunk. Still recording. No, Are I we? feel fine. And we're done. <laughs> we're done now. Now? Not yet. Okay. What? Hold on. Wait for it. This Guys, like thanks for listening to hashtag, hashtag of dork. Of All right. Bye. Take it, take it, take it sleazy. Hashtag
2: dork podcast. Chah, Chah. Take it sleazy as